How do you recover from dry spells in your relationship? How do you keep that spark between you and your partner? That's what we're chatting about today on this episode of The Jam Pod. Jennifer, Andrea, and Mel open up about their personal experience with the occasional drought season in their relationships and share their top three tips for staying intimate with their partners, even if sexy time isn't happening. Let's dive in and jam. Good morning, ladies. Good Hello. Morning. It's uh, it's only 7.10, but if you're watching this on YouTube, we all look gorgeous. Yes. But it's early. Let me just it say. It's so early. And after traveling back across the country yesterday and, and not being on, you know, the same time zone, I'm I'm all fucked up. You're all jacked yes. up. I'm just going to tell y'all that right now. So if shit starts coming out of my mouth, that doesn't make any sense. That's because it's on West Coast time. Is that like abnormal, though? You always no, have no. shit coming out of your no, mouth. I always have shit sense. coming out of Somewhere. one orifice of what? my body. <laughs> <laughs> How was, was your trip? Oh, my trip was really good. I mean, I was sick for a time period at the beginning but then of course you know as it's getting later on in the week I'm starting to feel better and I ventured out by myself and so that was during the day I wasn't about to go out at night yeah. you know by myself but Seattle was good it was beautiful um I would like to go back there with some girlfriends you know because traveling with two dudes that you don't really know my coworkers it's just I don't know. It's just not the same. Like, right. you know, I, I like to go with girlfriends or, or, you know, my significant other, Matt, you know, because then you want to do the same things and this and that and the other. So we kind of had to compromise on what we were doing, yeah. but they did get yeah. me to go up in the space needle. And so that was, I conquered a fear. And so that was my big takeaway from that trip and the first Starbucks store, which if you're watching, I have my mug. I will say I do yeah. like that mug. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like all of the Starbucks. I, I remember I didn't know Mel. We talked about this, but back in the day, um, the Starbucks like you would go into a city, and then there would be a specific mm. mug for that city. And I just mm -hmm. loved collecting all of the different cities that I visited. Mm -hmm. And now it's like you go and get one, and all of the cities are on the same mug. It's like mm -hmm. a state mug now, and all of yeah. the color schemes are the same. It's just there's no desire for me <clears throat> to get another mug because they all look right. the same. Like I. Yeah. I hate having like coffee mugs that match. I I just like having like an eclectic scene. set. Me too. Mm -hmm. And um, so I like that one because it's really different. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And the first one of the first things Matt's noticed, if you're on YouTube, you can see the mermaid. You can see her boobies, and Matt said, "Oh, oh I can see oh, her boobies." Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So there so, you go. You know, so <clears throat> so at least you know he's noticing boobies. There you go. Mm. Which leads us into the next topic because we really <laughs> wanted to kind of change gears this week for this episode. And um, I think this might be like a little sensitive topic because I mm -hmm. think sometimes um, it's it the, this, the topic is sex mm. or the Shh. lack thereof. Yeah. Hush. Um, we're all going to whisper this episode. We're all going to whisper it. Um, 
I think some people are really open to talking about it. Mm -hmm. Some people are really hesitant about talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially whenever couples are struggling Mm -hmm. or there's quote unquote dry spells. Right. Um, And so what we would like to kind of do today is kind of say, it's okay to have a dry spell, especially I will say if you are with the right partner. Um, right. I know previously, and I don't know if you ladies have have felt this, but um, I have in the past have kind of used sex or that I had to provide sex, mm-hmm. not for money or anything, but just <laughs> in our in our. <laughs> That's another side hustle for another day. <laughs> I felt that that is what the other person wanted from me in order to stay in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes, totally. And if I didn't provide it, and even if it was just like, I'm not in the mood, I'm tired, even if it hurt on occasion, it was just like, this is part of my quote unquote job. Mm -hmm. And if I don't put out, then this person is not going to see value. They're not going to want to be with me. Right. And Mm -hmm. I equated that with like, my self-esteem in that, in that relationship. And I did that right. for years, years. Yeah. Have you ladies done that? Yes. I Yes. <laughs> in my first marriage, um, that it came up a lot. And because he was an alcoholic, like there was a lot of times where I didn't want to because just the sheer smell of alcohol repulsed me. And, you know, so it was hard. It was like, you know, well, Maybe I would try during the day before you started drinking, you know, or something like that. Um, but yeah, I often felt like that if I didn't, you know, he would bring it up to me. Well, you don't ever have sex with me, mm-hmm. you know. So I I often felt guilt a, a, around it. Yeah. Well, it is a two way street. But too. I think oftentimes we don't think that. Like in our yeah. heads, it's like, oh my gosh, this is my fault. Mm-hmm. Whether we whether our partner is making us feel that way mm-hmm. or it's the insecurities of ourselves that's like, okay, this is my fault. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yep. No. And it's, and it's almost like, well, it, it makes you feel insecure that it's like, well, why isn't my partner initiating or wanting, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it really puts a lot back on you. And I mean, for me, um, so I've been with my husband now, 16 years I think I don't know I'm it's been so long we're, we've lost count and so we've been through you know active addiction multiple times um and health issues and things of that nature where like Mel you're like yeah like I was repulsed by his behavior um but then it you know, and then I feel like, well, is am I the one causing it? Am I the one making him do these things and not want to be attracted to me, whatnot? And so it's like, you know, getting through those hurdles where it was able to, you know, and we're able to discuss it now, you know, as adults and have a conversation and saying, you know, this is what we, you know, obviously everybody has needs, but nobody knows until you share it with the other person. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that just over time, we've kind of developed and yeah, we still have our dry spells. We've been together for 16 years. We aren't doing it night and day like we were <laughs> in the first like, like rabbits, you know, it, yeah, we we aren't rabbits yes. right now. So it's like it, it, there's just a flow, you yeah. know, and yeah. life 
life takes over at times and we had to have the conversation where it's like, yes, I still find you attractive, even though I at times felt completely unattractive and he as well. So it's just, you know, it's a, it's like a, it's a fine line between sharing with your partner that, yeah, you're still attracted to them in a physical way. Mm -hmm. And also realizing that, you know, this, this little extra role here, you know, is just something for them to hold on to instead of, you know, something that's going to turn them away. Well, and here's the thing too. Um, Have either one of you been naked in a room and a guy's like, took a look at you and like walked out? No, no, no. Because they're like, dude, I'm like about to get laid. You know what I mean? And so like, like that's like in our head, right? Like Mm -hmm. it it just, it's just, I think our insecurity is because they're just thinking, oh my God, in like two minutes, if I can last that long, I'm, (laughs) I'm going to be making my O face, you know? And, and it's just, it's something that's in our heads. It's something that, you know, we as women, I think are self-conscious about our bodies, but Andrew, you brought up a good point. I think, I think men also can be self-conscious about how they look, Mm -hmm. but I would say that whenever sex is concerned, I think that like goes out the window. (laughs) I would, I would have Mm -hmm. to agree with that. And, um, I think that goes out the window for them and for us where, because it's more emotional, like Mm -hmm. I just, I'm not a person that like, like if I have stress, if I have anxiety, like I am not a person that wants to like get off because that's going to help. Right. And I'm the exact For me, that's like working out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I need a good sweat working out. Whereas being intimate with my partner, that has to be, there has to be like emotion and connection. And, um, if that, if that's missing, then Mm -hmm. the intimacy is going to be missing as well. Yeah. Sometimes I just need to get it out of my system, you know, like I don't have that. Like, let's do it like rabbits so I can just get this out of my system and move on with my day, you know, but it, but because Matt's been going through chemo since yeah. what well, he started in December, honestly, you know, we haven't been intimate since our honeymoon mm-hmm. and that was in October, you know, so a lot of things have happened medically that, you know, you can't have unprotected sex when your partner's going through chemo, yep. you know? And so, but for me, this whole, this whole time I've, I've felt like he doesn't love me. He does, he's not attracted to me you know, things like that. I've had all of those negative thoughts, you know, come through, but, and, and then on the other hand, I'm just like, can we just do it once? So I can just get this out of my system because I need to release my stress. Like, come on me. Yeah. (laughs) The, uh, the whole chemo thing, of course I can relate to. So like Kevin and I went like two years without it. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, you can't, you can't, if you are going through chemo and a lot of people may not know that. So, um, yeah. Can you, can you share that with the uneducated person here? Whenever you're going through chemo, like the side effects can actually get passed to your partner and then they can start having 
symptoms of having the the chemo themselves. Oh. So, um, like my doctor was like, okay, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and of course there's like other things that you can do, but quite honestly, I mean, you don't feel well, mm -hmm. right? Um, in my case, you're, you're losing your hair. You don't look like you, right. um, you, you're constantly sick, whether it's, you know, throwing up or diarrhea or both or what have you, you're just, your main goal is to survive and to beat it and everything mm -hmm. else can truly wait. And, yeah. you know, like you, Mel, like Kevin was a great partner. Um, he was just like, you know, I used to cry to him and I'm just like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, Jen, like, this is the last of my worries. I just need you to like right. get better. You need to be okay. Yeah. I need you to get better. I need you to beat this thing and we'll worry about this later. And he's just so great about mm -hmm. that. And he's, and I can't say if any of my other people in the past would be like that. Like he's just right. a, a caring dude who's just, he's in it for the long haul mm -hmm. and he's just, he's just such a great caretaker. I mean, at one point during my treatment, this is just a funny story, but during my treatment, we were sitting out of the back patio and I, I felt I was getting hot and I knew that I was going to be fainting. And so I asked him to help me inside and I, I couldn't have, I couldn't barely walk on my own. So he had to help me go inside. As soon as we got inside, he had to sit me down at the table because I passed out and I peed all over the floor. Did I tell you guys this story before? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <clears throat> I peed all over the floor. And I when I came to, I was well, and apparently I was like farting and everything. And <laughs> and he thought, oh my God, she's shitting her pants. <laughs> and I when I came to, I was so embarrassed. I started crying. He had to help oh, me to no. the bathroom. Thank goodness I didn't shit my pants. I just peed everywhere. Um <laughs> And so I went back like to the toilet toilet and finished peeing and he got me clothes. He cleaned up the floor. Like he was just so caring. But then that episode, right? That event played into my head and it's like, oh my God, he's really not going to find me attractive now. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like, mm -hmm. because that just plays on your head, but he's just mm -hmm. such a good partner. And I think it, whenever you do have that, your person, mm -hmm. It is really in life or in in sickness and in health, and yep. they understand dry spells. And I think it's really important to also communicate with your partner that, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Because like mm -hmm. to your point, Andrea, they're not mind readers, right? Yep. right? And it's like if you need more emotion tied to it, then there, you need more emotion tied to it, and they need to do a better job on their end. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if you, you know, if you are going through a dry spell because of a health issue, um, it's okay. I mean, now, I don't want y'all to think that I, you know, constantly nag Matt for sex while he's going through chemo. I don't want y'all to think that. I don't, I don't put I, it out. Mel, there I feel like, like, I feel like you come home from work and just boot the door in and yeah. be like, let's go. Let's go right now. <laughs> I'm ready. As she's taking off her bra and her shirt. Yeah. She's like, Playing in the middle. No, I mean it. It 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 doesn't come up in conversation all the time. But I have, you know, I have 
been on that worry side since he's been going through chemo. I'm like, I did have a day where I was really emotional and I'm like, do you still find me attractive? Like, you know, do you still love me and things like that? And that was not my caretaker hat on. That was that emotional little girl that has been, you know, hurt so many times thinking that, you know, because mm-hmm. I didn't give my partner sex that this was going to, you know, end things. When when in all actuality, it's nothing like that at all because it's just that, you know, he doesn't want to get me sick. He doesn't feel like it. And I know he doesn't feel like it. Yeah. You know, um, he, his, his legs are constantly exhausted, you know, so there's just no... You know, unless I want to do all the work and let me tell you, I don't, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I mean, Um, who does (laughs) seriously, but Hey, Jam Pod listener, it's Jennifer reminding you to click that follow or subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And if you're loving what you're hearing, leave us a review and don't forget that you can join our email list for upcoming events by clicking on the link in our bio over on Instagram at the Jam Pod. Now back to the show. You know, so I mean, those those are just the things that have that have gone on. You know, while while he's been going through chemo. Now, on the other hand, with my Crohn's, because that is a shitty disease. I will tell you that. <laughs> Honestly, it is. It literally is. Um, You know, that makes me feel unattractive, but I don't Mm -hmm. think he thinks that, you know, because we, you know, but there are times where I'm sick, you know, and I don't, and I just don't feel, I just don't feel good because I've had like a bad flare up or something. So, you know, those, those are other things that would cause dry spells with us. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask y'all what, how long do you consider a dry spell? Is it more than a week? Is it more than two weeks? Is it more than a month? But, okay, so I'll be honest. I mean, even now that I'm on the other side of cancer, we don't do it even once a week. Yeah. And again, a lot of that, I mean, he's already, he's always like able and and ready to go. It's (laughs) me. I'm the issue. I'm the problem. I had, um, yeah, (laughs) I had, um. So I had a double mastectomy. I went through radiation. I went through a failed expander. I had um, reconstructive surgery. I don't have nips. Um, hopefully I'll get those reconstructed this this year, but I don't have any sensation at all in my chest. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was a big thing. Um, right. So there's, and so my, and my brain and my Southern area, um, it's there's a disconnect. And uh, so God, I hope nobody I know is listening to this, but it's very difficult. <laughs> it's very difficult for me to have an O face mm-hmm. um, because I can't get there. And so for me, it's it has become more about him because I just physically like my mechanics don't work. Mm-hmm. And um is that a I've tried by myself a... trying to like learn new things or trying mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. get into the habit again and it it doesn't work either. So it's just it's not him, it's just my physical body does not work well and so we'll go for like weeks that that we don't and then I mm-hmm. you know I'm like okay it's it's been really a while like I need to 
I need to take care of this. Right. And so, but it's like, I have to talk myself up, Yeah, which I hate being, you know, because I love the dude mm-hmm. and I want to, mm-hmm. I want to show him that, but I'm so in my head about my insecurities and the way that my body looks and the way that it doesn't respond. Mm-hmm. And I will be honest, it's painful. Yeah. Um, because my body doesn't work how it's supposed to. And so we've had to, you know, do you have things. to use lubes and stuff like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it kind of takes the romance out of it. Well, I mean, if you got to do what you got to do to yeah. get it done, yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's still, you're still having some sort of intimate connection. <laughs> yeah. You just got to yeah. get her done. Get her done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I would, I mean, well, first of all, Mel, to your point, like, well, what what's normal? Like, yeah. what is considered normal? Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it supposed to be two times a week, three times a week? Or right. is it, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's definition of normal is different. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, for me, you know, you always hear about it. Well, you know, if you're not doing it two or three times a week, then there's something wrong with your relationship or your marriage. That's right. that's that's the stigma that's out there. And it's like, well, I mean, we've gone months, you know, literally months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, recently we've been doing a couples therapy um thing where we're actually had a medication involved and so we were trying to be safe. Um and so we were abstaining during that time. Um mm-hmm just because we're not using any protection at the, you know what I mean? We're trying right. to see how life takes us. So, um, you know, so we were doing that and, and combining it with therapy and stuff like that. And I feel like we've done this therapy and now we have a better connection that we can actually communicate better with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's like now we can like take that next step and say, okay, how are you feeling today? What are you feeling you know, and, you know, when we get to the point of this intimacy, you know, further intimacy discussion, it's like, okay, well now, like, how can we reintroduce it in a more healthy way? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I really love that, you know, because I think communication really is the key and, you know, we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I just always pick out him and I'm like, are we ever going to do it again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm always like Ever? joking about it. I'm not really like bringing it seriously into a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, there are times where I've said, are, are you still attracted to me? You know, things like that. And he goes, yes. And so I just have to make myself feel better just to hear. He's like, yes, yes woman. Are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of the dudes that we have in our lives. <clears throat> Would love us no matter what. They would love us Mm -hmm. if we were a size two. They would love us if we blew up like a balloon. I mean, Mm -hmm. they love who we are, Mm -hmm. not what we look like. They're there to help us through our our struggles. And um, they know that the relationship is a lot bigger than just how often you put Mm -hmm. out. Right. Um, Right. Which I think is a really great thing. And under normal circumstances, I mean, I... We weren't even doing it once a week under normal circumstances. Yeah. I mean, maybe like every two, but it was, it's been so long. I can't even remember, but I mean, you know, here's the other thing too. I wake up early. Like mm-hmm. I wake up at like four, 
435. And so, mm-hmm. and and that's even like on weekends, right? And so, right. you know, a lot of times, and, and I'm like a grandma, I go to bed at like eight or 830. Seven and so, <laughs> and so a lot of times ours would occur like in the morning mm-hmm. on a weekend because right. mm-hmm. I would, I try to allow myself, if anything, especially now, since I don't have my community workouts on Zoom on Saturdays, I try to allow myself to wake up naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not in bed. So, you know, and, you know, we're just not, I mean, we, we have kids, so it's not like you can just like be like, hey, it's two o'clock. Right. Are you ready? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, oh, you, we're like, what, what kind of house? What are you working on a project in the bedroom, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're organizing. Yeah, organizing, we're organizing the closet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Our vision> board. <laughs> now, before you know, I think you know because um, Matt would just come home on the weekends. You know, he was just visiting, so he wasn't he wasn't living here yet, but he was yeah. working in West Virginia. You know, he would come here on the weekends, and you know, it would be like on like Donkey Kong, you know, or you know, we're going like rabbits or whatever. But then, it, you know, when we moved into this house and he got a job where, you know, and then every the the daily grind just took a toll on us, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it it started fizzling out at that point, but, you know, now with, um, his diagnosis and everything, you know, it's just really just taking a back, a back seat. Um, but I think now that we're on the upswing of the cancer where he doesn't have to have any more chemo, I'm hoping that we can get back into a regular schedule because we don't have to worry about kids and whatnot we the only thing we have to worry about is the dog in the bed with us. yeah you just have to worry about cooper and what he sees and how you're traumatizing him (laughs) maybe that's what's wrong with him he's such a depressed little dog maybe yeah he doesn't like he he hasn't been he he, no he hasn't been getting his regular show (laughs) (laughs) maybe he's like mommy and daddy don't love each other anymore because they're not doing it <laughs> so how so, do we how do we recover from this? I mean, well, yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. So, like under normal circumstances, you know, Mel, you're coming out of it. Andrea, you're coming out of you know the the where you can start being intimate, or mm-hmm. you know, I think, and I think counseling would probably help that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then myself, you know, we're on the other side of things. Like, what kind of things do you do? to bring this sexiness back into your relationship. That way, if you are going through a dry spout, you know, what are some things that you, that you do? Do you have Um, anything? I I would say just in general, like not just more like touching, Mm -hmm. you know, just Mm -hmm. not, you know, like just even general, just throughout like, the day, like yeah. just, yeah. yeah, like affection throughout the day, not just mm-hmm. during yes. that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that kissing is a big thing for me. So, you know, if we start kissing, I'm going to want to go to the bedroom. Yeah. You know, but, um, but just, you know, I think saying, saying things like not words of affirmation, but just saying those things to your partner, like, you know, I've. I've not 
necessarily I find you attractive, but you look nice today. Yeah, you did your makeup. You look beautiful. Like right now, if I walk in front of Matt naked, he's like, "Oh, boobies." All yeah. right, so, you know, I think that, we've established that he's a boob man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but um, so those are the types of things. Like, I, if I really want to, I can just go up to him naked and, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, so. I can walk around with a towel and Kevin will see me. He's like, what's under there? <laughs> and I'm like, a big old mess. <laughs> That's I'll, I'll tell you what's not under there. My nipples. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell you what's missing. <laughs> like for me, I like I, I'm with you guys. Like I like I like hugs during the day. I like mm-hmm. Kevin will just send me a text message throughout the day and just be like, hey, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. You know, I love knowing that there's a period in his day because he's very busy at work like I am, where mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, let me let me send baby dolls a, a text message, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that warms my heart. Um, every time before we leave or we come in, like, um, come home, like, he always kisses me. Like, I love mm-hmm. that. Like, he's very good on the affection piece. The one thing I will say that I dislike is that because of my back, I have a recliner. And so I sit on the recliner and he sits on the couch. And so a lot of times, even though we're in the same physical room, I don't Mm -hmm. feel connected to him, which is weird, but I just, I don't like it. So a lot of times I'll move to the couch just so that we can like cuddle and watch TV rather than Mm -hmm. just, you know, be in the same room, like two old farts. We did that not long ago. Um, because we sit on the couch. I have an L-shaped couch. Yeah. And so he sits on one end and I sit like in the corner of the L because I'm weird like that. So I like to have two cushions beside me or or whatever. But I got up and I actually sat beside him and we cuddled one day watching a TV program. And um, it was just nice. Yeah. Because we don't normally do that. And it Mm -hmm. just felt, I did feel, you know, that connection that I needed because I was wanting something. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, even if we're not, you know, full on, you know, banging, um, I need to just have some sort of little connection like Well that. yeah, and, and there's different would, levels mm-hmm. of intimacy, right? And that cuddling or the like the the just the touching, holding hands, what have you. I mean, that's part of intimacy. Right, um right. knowing that your that your partner's into you and you know, that's why even for us whenever the boys have their dad on weekends, like we go out. We mm-hmm. not late cuz like I'm I go to bed early, but like we'll, we're like the we're like the old people like we like to go out for like a late early lunch early special. dinner and that way we're home by like five or six back in our comfy clothes like playing video games or watching tv or something but we go mm-hmm. out and we aren't on our phones mm-hmm. i see i whenever we go out i see so many people at the table they're and like they're just on their phones staring and down not present they're not talking and mm-hmm. so the only time that we're on our phone is if he's checking in like his beer on untapped right. um but we talk we you know we have that time of connection mm-hmm. which i think is really really important and then you know if it if it happens when we get home then it happens when we get home but mm-hmm. i think you know that's a huge takeaway is that you have to have those couple times because let's face it as women we're super busy we have to work we have the yeah. children to take care of we have the house cleaning we have the the cooking the laundry like the 
the list is long. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we may feel or view this as another to-do item on our to-do list that we need to check off. And I think to get around that, you have to have those scheduled dates, Mm -hmm. whether it's out and about or whether you put the kids to bed early, you send everybody to their room early and you pop in a, (laughs) you know, a movie Yep. Um, or something, but you just have that alone time yeah. to where you can focus on each other. Yeah. Right. I think that's great. Yeah, totally. And, but like, you know, with us, with Andrea and I, you know, not having kids and not having that in there, I think that it, 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 sometimes we have to work a little bit harder because you don't have those in, and you have to make sure that you're not ignoring your partner, that you're not just a stalemate, just like as a as in a roommate in the same room in the same house, you know, because that can really mess up things. And when you're just I think in that's, that I think that's yeah, I think that's if you have kids or not, though. Yeah, well, and and I feel like, too, like because we don't that, you know, um, that we should do it more. <laughs> <laughs> see i think that's another i think that's just another it, stigma i mean I yeah too. it's on the it's on the to-do list but it's like in reality like that should be at the top of the to-do list right. you know right yeah. um versus everything else can can wait if you yeah. you know want to have world. that connection like the laundry's still going to be there, right? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And, I mean, and listen, it, you're, we're talking about two minutes, okay? Yeah. If that. If that. <laughs> if that. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. I think it's important. I think oftentimes, and I and I know I have kids, so I have a different um, a layer. But I think whenever you become a mom, the expectation is your kids come first. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should. <laughs> I think personally, no, you, you still part, need to come you, first. You yourself needs to come first. Absolutely. You need to do things that feel good for you. Mm-hmm. And then your partner needs to come. And then your kids. Literally. I love my kids to death. They're. <laughs> can't. Can't. <laughs> Melly, you went to the West Coast and. Whoop. I know she's <sighs> on fire. Because here's the thing. At some point. Your kids are going to have a life. They're mm-hmm. going to go off to college. They're going to meet their their future wife. They're going to have a life of their own. Mm-hmm. I do not want to be a, a couple that when we get to that point, we don't know each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, or, well, and you or also something happens <clears throat> and we don't know, like, we don't have any interests anymore that, that match or like we're right. just, we mm-hmm. went. Like there was this fork in the road and he took one path, I took one path, and now we're like all screwed up. Yeah. Right. Well, and you're also you're Jen, you're also setting an example for your kids. Like, yeah. You know, so your boys are saying, Oh, mom's still mom's still dating. Yeah. Mr. Jennifer. You know, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, obviously you're divorced from their their biological father, but you know, I'm sure Kevin treats them just just as oh absolutely like they're his own yeah but you know just just but seeing you and and kevin in a healthy relationship mm-hmm. and you know dating and doing things together mm-hmm. you know maybe you know when your back isn't hurting snuggling on the couch 
like you're showing them that yep. this is this is normal what normal. should be happening yep. yeah. yeah they always see us hugging they see us bickering too but we bicker in like a teasing <laughs> loving way like a right. high school way but we have fun in our relationship and that's a really great point andrea because my oldest and his girlfriend just broke up and so we were having a conversation and and i'm just he was really upset and i'm just like look you're this is his first year in college mm-hmm. you need to you've been going 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 focusing on school focusing on you know pledging to your fraternity this this girlfriend you need to get back to you like whenever mm-hmm. i see you you don't look happy you look tired you look drained and that's not the Gabe that I know right. or that I raised, right. right? Whenever he's home, he's like thriving. And now whenever he comes home for breaks, he's like sleeping all the time because he's catching. He's up. just exhausted. Which, yeah, yeah. Which I think is like normal for college kids, but mm-hmm. you're also trying to f- find this new balance that you have to do. Right. right. And so I told right. him, I said, I think you need some time. I think you just need to worry about what makes you happy. Focus on that first focus mm-hmm. on school because that's that's why you're there and then everything else feed in and I think you know and and he agreed <clears throat> mm-hmm. but I think that's a good lesson for all of us you know we have to be, make ourselves a priority whether that's on our health and wellness journey whether that's finding a new hobby that really brings us joy whether mm-hmm. that's just going outside and having a cup of coffee for five minutes and being alone in your thoughts like whatever makes you happy freaking do it. Why why constantly happy. pour into other people? Did she say something else? Yes, she said sex makes her happy. Well, Mel, I mean, maybe you need there are ways to yourself. do it yourself. There are ways to do it by yourself. <laughs> if 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 the whole idea is just to get off. We're gonna start a GoFundMe for Mel's do it yourself fund. Oh, we don't need a fund me for that. I've oh. got it. I've got oh. it. Okay. I've got all that. But the because I think this is masturbation is probably another topic. Yeah, that people don't like to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like to do it. I don't. Okay, so here's a here's a just a, well, a there's thought. things that plug in that do it for you. So <laughs> battery operated. It's, you just you don't even have to like do anything. Just like you realize that, that right? Like I said, we need to go fund me. Oh well, <laughs> that's a major heavy duty equipment for the bedroom, but Anyway, what if you um like got a got a toy and just like brought it out, sat on the couch in your little corner, but he's watching TV and just like went to town. Like what oh would he do? God. What would he do? Like like you didn't even say anything to him. You were just like you just, you just, you did, just it. did it. And you, and he like he would definitely probably join in. I, I I am sure. So I mean, I maybe sure. maybe that's your homework assignment for this week. And on I next, am not and on doing next, that. And on next, on our next uh, episode, you can give us the results of how that went. <laughs> I'm gonna you totally no. do that. You have no kids. Put Cooper in a different room. Yeah. So what what TV show are you watching today? Put in a different room so he's not traumatized. Oh my god. Oh my but why, god! Why can't you do that? I'm I'm embarrassed to why? do that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm <laughs> yeah. This I need some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's that's for another episode. 
Um, yeah, the result. The result. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to check we back can... in with Mel next week. Okay. <laughs> if she did it or not. She'll be like, nope. Check in with me. <laughs> I didn't do it. Maybe I'll nope, just the lay on there. the couch naked and say, hey, <laughs> take it. Hey. Well, but you know what, though? The thought, the thought is there now. So now she's got the wheel spinning. Yes, very much so. They are spinning. So, <laughs> but I, I've gotten a lot from this conversation today. I think it's mm-hmm. been really helpful. Any last thoughts? Any jam thoughts just, of the day? Just do it. Like, like Nike says, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I think my biggest takeaway is really, you know, to silence those voices in your head that that are negative with those negative thoughts. Because like you said, Jen, our partners love us no matter who we are, no matter. I mean, they love who we are. And despite, you know, what we may look like on the outside. And I, that's a big thing for me that I really have to take to heart. Mm hmm. Yeah. To our listeners, go out there and get you some. Yes. Hell yeah. Just do it. <laughs> All right. Love you, ladies. Love you. All right. Till Thanks for time. listening. And we'll talk again on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Jam Pod podcast. If you like the episode or if you think it would be useful for someone else, please leave a review. And if you have any questions, please let us know on Instagram at the Jam Pod. See you next time.